Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show gets started, and we got a big one planned for you today. Uh, Lots of uh, college reaction, lots of Cowboys reaction, and then we'll be getting you ready for our, uh, well, we got the the chase for 62 to to pass Maris' American League record. Aaron Judge has made his way into Texas, and he is... uh, He'll be in Arlington this evening as that game gets going at about uh, 6.05. First pitch, Aaron Judge tries to make it happen right here at Globe Life. Aaron, this is the only way we can get meaningful baseball in uh, in October. <laughs> <laughs> it does bring oh. some excitement to these last free, few games, which they would have lacked without it. Yeah, yeah, well... The uh, Rangers radio uh, broadcaster, Matt Hicks, will be uh, jumping on with us at 5 o'clock to kind of get us ready for what's going on out there. Front page of Dallas Morning News today, Angels 8, Rangers 3. Of course, that's nothing new. Just line up and take your losses over and over and over again. Nothing with this new manager has looked even any better the uh, talking about the interim manager Tony Beasley, and it's not his fault, but uh, you know they ran the, the last guy off, Woody, the man we called Woody, and of course it's just gotten worse. I think they were fifty-one and sixty-three at the time of the change. But all anybody cares about is that Aaron Judge is uh, in town, and uh, he just had a series at home. I think that was against the Orioles, and Aaron, uh, people uh, complaining. Oh, my gosh, I'm trying to watch college football. I, I mean, I don't think an occasional Aaron Judge A.B. is the end of the world. Um, I'm trying to think if that happened, what time the game would have been Saturday uh, because oh, I was, was, of course, at the game. Were they doing some split screens during the, uh, the Baylor game? Uh, they were doing split screens during the Oklahoma ah. TCU game, and I was one of those people that was annoyed. And I love baseball. I just – I don't mind. I don't. I know. I don't mind watching the replay if it happens. If I was watching you, football, <clears throat> although if it had happened while they flashed it up there, you would have kind of liked it. Hey, look, look! I just I got to see it live. I got to see Aaron Judge, but apparently Aaron does not care. Uh, no, uh, to our Aaron, I should say. Now, Aaron Sexton. I mean, this is this is pretty cool, though. I mean, he's going to get some cracks at this thing tomorrow, two cracks. Got a 105 start and a 7 o'clock start. And, of course, you hear most of these games on uh, on right here on ESPN Central Texas. We farm some out occasionally, but uh, one way or the other, you'll be able to hear everything, uh, all tomorrow's action 
and hopefully you get to hear the call. Yeah, the, and wouldn't it be wouldn't it be fun, Aaron, if we get Nadell? You know, get to get uh, Nadell. I mean, because when the the home team Rangers, obviously everybody's kind of seeing what the the Yankees call will be. Michael K, I guess, does TV. John Sterling does their radio calls. But um, that'd be kind of neat to, for to get to hear Eric call it, or if it's Matt Hicks' turn, Matt Hicks will get to make the call. Uh, it suddenly, Aaron, <laughs> the, the sort of nothingness of Rangers baseball. You, I would imagine the broadcasters even feel a little extra pressure. Hey, I've got to say, if Judge knocks one out, now what I hope doesn't happen. And Aaron, I don't know if you have this fear as well. In that last series, he went like. Either one for 13, five or six strikeouts, maybe had seven strikeouts, and then a bunch of walks, five walks. I do not. I think that's completely gutless, especially a team like the Rangers that's out of it, to go up there and not challenge Aaron Judge and just walk him a bunch. That's embarrassing. I sure hope they don't do it. Rangers need to do, Aaron, what they're uniquely qualified to do. Just serve up some home run pitches. <laughs> this team, this is a good team to face if you want to hit a home run. And, uh, and I, another thing I love, Aaron, is that somebody made the point, I mean, this is a Red River week. Oh, my gosh, the Red River rivalry, Texas OU, 11 a.m. kick Saturday on Channel 8. Aaron, where's uh, where's college game day? Remind me where College Game Day has decided to go this weekend. They are going to be at the Kansas TCU Slugfest. <laughs> Just as we anticipated. And I don't blame them. Go where some big-time teams are gathering. I mean, Kansas is 5-0. and TCU's either 4-0 and or 5-0 and now. These are good teams. These are ranked teams. Kansas moved into the AP. Aaron will have more on that as we uh, the day unfolds. Bears just dropped all the way out. Aaron, I kind of was hoping we could cling to like 24 or 25 because think about that. They, the losses were to teams that are ranked right now. One's ranked seventh in the country. One's ranked like what, 12th or 13th or whatever, maybe 16th, wherever BYU ended up. I mean, these weren't horrible losses. And boy, they, at first chance, the AP voters said, get Get out of here, Bears. Get out of this top 25. And you know what? That's not the worst thing in the world that can happen. I think Dave Aranda feels like the team may have been resting on its laurels a little bit. He didn't say it exactly like that, but he was kind of trying to figure out what was going on. And that leads me, of course, to what happened Saturday. We were excited. Capacity crowd had gathered. It's a sellout. At McLean Stadium, Aaron, by the time, um, and part of this might have been because the Bears were trailing, but the uh, student side, that I'd forgotten. It's been a while since they've had a 2.30 kick in September. Uh, I guess this would have been October 1st. And that sun hits that student side hard. I'd forgotten what it looked like. Of course, we're up in the press box sitting in the AC, so really nothing to complain about on my end. But I was just kind of feeling for those folks. Over on the student side, second section uh, where my family's tickets are, uh, the 200 level, and then the 300 level, whoa. 
the sun was beating on them. I just hated for the Baylor line that showed up, and they were excited. I just really, that first half, just to come out and lay an egg, not good for the Bears. Now, Aaron, at halftime, you were kind of being a little bit uh, downer. I understood it because the Bears were down 16-3. You were especially down when the uh, Pokes come out and return the opening kick for whatever, 98 yards in a touchdown. And we're like, oh, my gosh, this is awful. What's happening here? And then, man, in a hurry, the Bears climb back in that one and got it back to 23-17. Aaron, that thing ends up being double digits, and I just think it's it's it, it it's hard to know exactly what to do with this game. I know we're in the business of needing to do that, and I'm happy to do it. But they were they did make it 23-17. It was so quick how Oklahoma State scored, though. I have a hard time making the argument. Bears were in it. Bears were in it. Well, I mean, they responded immediately same thing bears go up you know make it uh 33 25 you know and then and then that time baylor actually was driving with eight or nine minutes left aaron did you at that point before the interception come on gavin come on now we're not gonna not gonna get all over you today i do love it by the way i saw some people tweeting i hate to beat up on individual players these are college athletes okay if you drop some balls you're gonna get called out i don't i don't not understand the the some of my bare brethren their sensibilities aaron it's like the uh, you know we didn't see a lot of the other mistakes that don't always show up but but gavin holmes drops show up but maybe it's unfair that we call him out no he plays wide receiver i mean if you drop balls you're gonna get called out now you're also going to get called out for having great returns for touchdowns like he did earlier in the season, for making great catches. He just had a bad day. And um, and that was uh, that last one was a tough one. Aaron, 33-25, nine minutes left, Bears driving. Were you thinking, I think they're going to do this? Absolutely. I think they're going to figure this out. You were thinking that. I yes. just wondered where, where your fandom was at that point, where your doubt level it sounds like you you were you were kind of thinking they were going to find a way. Yeah, once they came all the way back and made it a one-score game, albeit, you know, one score with a two-point conversion, but once they made it an eight-point game, I was like, okay, this this is this is Baylor's game to win. They can drive down here even if they don't convert the two-point conversion if they can get into the touchdown, they can still win it with the field goal and then, you know, the interception and then Oklahoma State touchdown later and that was pretty much all she wrote. What's Gundy down there kicking field goals for on the one-inch line? I, he must have had flashbacks to the uh, to last year <laughs> when they made that great goal line stand. I don't know. I mean, how would how'd our man – oh, Aaron, I never did get to tell you, Friday in typical form. But we had the great Lark on. I got an email – 115, of course, they tried to email me to get Jason Benetti on with us. <laughs> I'm just not. If you text me, I, if you're out there and you have my text number, I'll see it very quickly, even during the show. If you need me, I'll see it. I'll respond. If you email me, I'm not going to see it. I'm not checking a bunch of emails during the game. Now, again, nothing against Fox. They don't know that. They probably think I check my email constantly. 
But uh, the uh, play-by-play the, uh, announcer for the game was ready to be on with us, Aaron, at 520. When do you think I saw that, Aaron, if you had to guess? Because I don't even think I mentioned that to you. Oh, maybe I did. Probably about 6.05. No, I actually, the other day, I saw it, and I think we already either had Lark on or were about to call him. And, and we were running a little bit late getting Lark on. And, and it was like 5.22, I see the email. And, you know, we'd already switched Lark from 5 to 5. I just couldn't do that to a man who'd had hip surgery. And you say, well, Mosley, it's the Fox play-by-play guy, the national Fox guy. Now, I, I, listen, I just as soon listen to Lark talk about the uh, hip replacement, okay? No offense to the Fox people. Aaron, did you... Uh, How'd they do? Did you get to hear Brock Hewer, Jason Benetti a little bit, or were you just dialed mostly into the the radio broadcast that you were uh, monitoring? No, yeah, I watched. I, I watched with the sound down and listened to JMO and, and JJ's call of the game. So I didn't. Okay. I didn't get to hear them. So I couldn't. Tell what you did if our they were people think? Right, well, I'm sure they were good. Let's be. Let's not be negative. But yeah, I don't. I don't mean like that. I know. I just sounded like <laughs> sounded like you were really leaving the door open to them being right, bad. No. What do we think about Brock Heward and this Benetti, who I kind of like, kind of like Benetti, but boy, Baylor people are tough. We're fickle. Um, I mean, even if RG 3s calling the game, I think secretly Baylor people <laughs> are not dying to have RG three. I caught him on another game. The other night, and I just thought, man, RG and uh, three and Mark Jones do games together, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay, Aaron, um, our text line is open, 254-662-1660. All right, we're just going to leave that thing. In the next segment, I want to I want to leave you the a couple opportunities. You can text in um, what frustrated you the most. Okay, this is kind of our... Uh, I would just call this our complaint box today, our complaint hotline after Baylor losses. Unfortunately, there haven't been a lot over the last two years. What bothered you the most? Okay, was it some of the uh, the, the toss in the end, out of the end zone that led to a safety? I mean, that's not that wasn't great. All right, seven three, and you get a safety on a on a toss to the uh, from the end zone or from the you know one or two yard line. You turn around and you toss it back into the end zone. Uh, that wasn't great. It wasn't great. Did you not like the uh, that fourth down call? They went for it. Now, I didn't have any problem for going for it. I wish Richard Reese had cut it up field. I wish uh, um, you know. I, I think there was a chance to cut that run up. And you know what I'm talking about, Aaron. Fairly early in the game, Baylor d- trailing 7-3, 9-3. Anyway, they decided to go for it down there, and uh, it did not work out. What what bothered you the most about that Baylor loss the other day? And Aaron will kind of give his. Aaron will have a, a couple, too. Now, a couple of ways you can do this. You can... Text us on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660, and we'll read some of these. Again, it's 254-662-1660. And, and we'll, we'll uh, uh, and leave your name. I like to have a name attached to your complaint. What bothers you? And, by the way, if you if you were excited about something, the comeback, Shapin's performance, I thought Blake was good. I thought Blake was really good in this game. 
Okay, missed a couple of throws, but for the most part, threw for a ton of yards. I mean, there were some good things that happened. I think not assigning anybody to, I mean, Tom Barfield was asking me about shadowing Spencer Sanders. I was kind of like, nah, nah, I'd be okay. And then he just torches the Bears for like 70 rushing yards. I'm sure people are out there, Aaron, like, I thought Mosley said you didn't have to spy him. Yes, I was wrong. You better spy the heck out of this guy. Jeez, he was running all over the place. And those were not, they had a couple of design runs. And, of course, Tom was wanting to rub that in. Oh, Mosley, there's a design run. But most of those were scrambles. And they just leaked out, and they didn't have anybody ready to go. And Aranda's insinuating that it was just a lack of energy. How do you show up and play a number nine team in the country without energy? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. We'll talk about it. We'll hear your complaints. You can also call us. Aaron, uh, I'm going to open the phone lines. Aaron, how do the phone lines look today? Are they are they ready? I mean, do they seem like poised and ready if, if we had a few people call? Yeah, we're looking good. good. Okay. 254 254 662 1660. Again, that's 254 662 1660. Maybe you just always wanted to, you know, visit with Aaron. Uh, call in and uh, we'll talk it over. What went wrong? What went right? It is Baylor losing to Oklahoma State 36 25. We discuss next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. High formation. Ferguson, the fullback. Only heard here. In front of Elliott. Third and goal from the one. All season. Handoff. Elliott coming right. Pushing. Goal line. Bangs in. Touchdown, Elliott. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Rams. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Rams, Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. 
fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the good feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, they have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry your gym or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Alabama jumps Georgia's in the AP poll. Alabama 1, Georgia 2, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson rounding out the top five. OK State moves to 7, TCU is at 17, and Kansas at number 19. OU and Baylor both fall out after their losses. Dallas Cowboys are 3-0 and under Cooper Rush, beating the Commanders 25-10. to Cowboys move to 3-1 and overall and have the Rams coming up on Sunday. On Monday Night Football, tonight rams are at san francisco umhb jumps past austin college to stay at number four in the d3 poll kj miller set a new career punt return yardage record with two big returns on saturday aaron judge is still looking for number 62 and comes to arlington to face the rangers for the last four games rangers and yankees first pitch tonight 605 and you can hear that on espn central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas 
All right. Mosley Sexton with you until 6 o'clock. We'll uh, get off. We'll, we'll uh, stop a little before 6 to kind of get you ready for first pitch tonight. Aaron Judge is in town, and um, that's going to be a fun situation out there as the Yankees come in with Aaron Judge. He's already tied the uh, American League home run record with uh, Roger Maris, and uh, now we'll, uh, he's trying to get to 62. And this last series, he was pressing too much, wanting to do it at home, and had tons of strikeouts, a lot of walks. Come on, Orioles, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to prove? Um, we have had calls during the break. We've had text messages. Aaron has our uh, CNC Collision Center text line open. Uh, that is 254-662-1660. What frustrated you the most with that loss to Oklahoma State the other day? I mean, I, I'm just frustrated thinking about that band, even though we put them way up there at the very top. That, that, and then they would be doing that Les Mis music. They had music from Les Mis Rob. And then uh, the pastor at, at our service yesterday was talking about Les Mis. I was getting a lot of Les Mis feedback over the weekend. And it was it was kind of like the Les Mis is supposed to bear down, kind of like the old bear down song that we do. Um, I'm trying to think of the one that we used to play, the Golden Wave Band used to play to fire the bears up. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Dun 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 dun. You know that one, Aaron. Dun 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 dun. And OSU goes with some kind of, you know, labels deal. I'm like, really, you're gonna do some kind of Broadway musical? I think that thing started over in the London Covent Covent Gardens or something. But. Anyway, it was uh, interesting to hear, interesting to be a part of all that. People are weighing in. Um, Aaron, you said earlier that we heard from Arthur, and Arthur had an interesting call. Arthur, next time, just wait a second. I mean, we're not, we're not, I wasn't going to be gone forever. Just wait and talk to me. Okay, I won't, I don't scare anybody. Um, But Arthur had a good, had some interesting points. He did not think the uh, receivers were getting enough separation. Well, again, they threw for a ton of yards. I thought Char- – um, I, I mean, I thought Blake played pretty well, uh, was 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 good, you know, accurate with the football, threw some great kind of sidearm. I mean, he drop his arm angle and do some things. Had some bad drops. Gavin will be better. Gavin will – Gavin Holmes, he'll bounce back from that, but that was a bad one that led to interception. That kind of ended any hopes. When it was 33-25, of course, the final score, 36-25 to for the Bears. But I thought Shapin, you know, of course, he'll say, well, he threw two interceptions. Well, come on. I mean, uh, the, the, the one was right on the money. It was a great – it was a really fine throw. And I don't know. I think Gavin was kind of looking up. Now, he was running into some trouble there. He was he, – he hit him on a – oh, kind of a quick slant, and he was turning up field – and there was a safety waiting, and I don't know. I mean, I think he had time to maybe put a little move on him, but he's probably going to get tackled right there. And so he may have been looking up or getting ready to brace himself. Ball comes out, and the ball is picked off. Now, Arthur went on to say that, well, there's some issues with how Baylor's playing its zone coverage, okay? Now, 
Roeder is our guy for that. He looks at all the film. Is he our guy? Aaron, does he work for somebody else now? I feel like Travis is, I mean, should be our guy. They don't even have him on their, their internet program. But anyway, Travis does some work for some other folks. You know, a lot of friends of mine over there. But uh, it, the, the, as far as, and even Travis wouldn't know this. Tra- you know, it's hard to say you can know when they're in zone or, or know if they're playing too deep, and you can know what, like against a too deep coverage, of course that's when you look back there and you see the, the, the safeties back at the same depth, and, uh, and you can kind of see them back there, and you'll know, okay, that's too deep. Or sometimes you'll hear three deep. Sometimes they'll think, do coverages called quarters. Um, again, we don't come on here trying to break a whole bunch of film down. We, we know some of that stuff. Bottom line is, it's hard to know what is called uh, it, from time to time. If they are in a zone coverage and you got linebackers you know, falling back, I would just say Oklahoma State was great at finding spots in holes in the coverage, whatever Baylor was trying to do. Brennan Presley, great return man, great receiver. Number 80 for Oklahoma State. Made some plays. All right, phone lines have been lighting up. Also, our... Uh, our text messages two five four six six two sixteen sixty. What did you? What just gave you the most indigestion after watching the Bears go out there in front of that great crowd and just not really show up in the first half? Sixteen three. Show some fight in the second half. Rallied, but too little, too late. You got to you got to show up and fight for four quarters. Can't be lagging around out there in the first half. All right, uh, Robbie is joining us uh, on the Matt Mosley Show. Robbie, what's on your mind today as we ex- we kind of break down this uh, this Baylor loss as the Bears fall to 3-2 and two on the season? Yeah, Matt, this is Robbie. Uh, I used to live right across the street from your dad in Salado, uh, your mother and dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I got, I got to know them fairly, fairly well, and, of course, I see them at the club uh, sometimes. But anyway, uh, I live in Belton now, but my take of that game was the first quarter is where it was lost. When uh, I, I didn't like the play calling, I sure didn't like it on the one yard line. The back is six six yards back, and he throws straight to him, and he's he couldn't get any penetration, so they got the two points. Uh, number six, I can't remember his name. He dropped the ball on a key play around the five yard line. They could have easily been up several, I say, ten to thirteen points in the first quarter, and they got three first half. So. To me, it was one and it was one and lost or lost in the first quarter, and I thought the play calling could have been better. Well, Robbie, I appreciate your call, and um, I tell you, I, I cannot imagine leaving the beauty that is Mill Creek out there in uh, Salado, where the Mosleys like to hang out. But Belton is also a neat place. In fact, uh, oh, the Dead Fish Grill. I like to go out on uh, on Lake Belton, spend a little time. Uh, that's uh, that's a uh, that's a pretty place out there. So I can understand a a Belton Belton and Salado, both great places to live out in Bell County. Good to hear from Robbie. I bet I've seen Robbie out there before during my uh, travels there at Mill Creek. What a fun course to play uh, over the years. About twenty seven holes, lots of lots of fun. They've done some good things with that course lately. And appreciate that, uh, Robbie. Now, also, Aaron, I know, uh, and again, if you want to call in, uh, phone lines are open, 
254-662-1660. We do have some Campus Confidential coming up here in a little bit, and uh, Aaron's got some things. Aaron usually likes to dip into that AP Top 25, find out where everybody is. The Jayhawks. Who would have ever believed it? These Kansas Jayhawks. Who are they? What have they done with our beloved Jayhawks? Those horrible teams over the years. Aaron, who's the homecoming? Is it Kansas? Can we change that? Is it too late to change the homecoming (laughs) opponent? Goodness gracious, I don't want to have to see these Jayhawks. And uh, that uh, college game day headed to uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Now, Aaron, you're looking at the... um, at the CNC Collision Center text line, you did say, I believe Sean Hunt. Oh, Sean. In fact, we put some of that RX 300 in his hands. And I think Sean's already telling people, oh, man, Mosley has put an incredible product in my hands. At some point later in the program, I'm going to tell you how you can buy one, get one free. The greatest pain cream I've ever had. I broke my neck, and it's unbelievable. I put it on my neck. And then my uh, tennis elbow, rub that right on the uh, tendons there. And uh, my tennis game, I'm able to compete only because of uh, of this unbelievable RX 300 pain cream. I'll tell you how to get a hold of that. Now, I think Sean's point was, hey, cover better. Thanks, Sean. Um, now, Sean probably, you know, he's Sean was a, a fine player in the uh, – uh, the Waco area was at Richfield. Boy, if I get that wrong, he'll get all over me. And then he went over to Bryan College Station and uh, played at, I think, Bryan High School his senior year. But uh, an excellent kicker and an excellent linebacker. Covered a lot of ground and was a hitter. Arrived at the point of attack with evil intentions. Uh, and now Sean Hunt's over at UBO uh, Business Services, incredible company that's a great partner of ours. That's UBEO.com. Uh, now, Sean was talking about the coverage. And listen, if you make it 23-17 and you got all the momentum in the world, you can't let them. I mean, you already had allowed a, a like almost a hundred yard kickoff return. Then you, then you allowed a, you allow a 50 yard return. Which puts them within again. It just mutes the crowds in it. They're ready to go crazy, and then you have special teams issues. This team's got a good punter. Mayor's been doing a nice job for them in the kicking department, and then they're gonna give up. I mean, there might have been a little bit of a stiff wind, and maybe that's why he wasn't kicking it out. I thought Rauschenberg or whatever is supposed to be. I mean, usually he'll just kick it right out of the end zone. May have been a little bit of a breeze the other day, uh, but. That's 150 yards in kick returns right there. That just crushed you. That just put you in a bad situation. Aaron, call out who who you said. I heard you say it in my, in my ear, and that I didn't quite catch it. Who do you who do we have? Billy and Bruceville. Oh, I hey, love it, uh, Billy. Going, guys? All right. I What's heard up? Your little your little tune you were trying to get out a while ago, and the name of that was the March of the Gladiators. That was Ooh. the defensive go to. The band would play for the last 25 years till, I don't know, the last few years. But uh, during Taft era, we always played the March of the Gladiators when our defense was trying to hold somebody out. Yeah. But anyway, another thing, uh, what happened to our kicker? Uh, he was so disappointing. He kicks it out of the end zone every, and I think you just said something about that. But that was one of the most disappointing things to me about the ball game. Uh, yeah, 
it was a failure on our kicker to deliver. Let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> and uh, trying to sweep, you know, and and whenever Shapin looks up at he sees our display that we got called is doomed. They have they have snuffed this one out. He should have raised up and called timeout. Oh, he I should have I, called call yeah. timeout. Uh, we're doomed. Well. This will never work. Well, now, Billy, that's a hard one, and I appreciate that. Boy, March of the Gladiators. Hey, Billy, did you uh, – is Billy still there? Yeah, uh, I Yeah, Bill, I Billy, what did you, you, uh, you think of my rendition of, of March of the Gladiators? Did you well, think, I knew where you – it was awful, really awful. <laughs> uh, you didn't deliver. You were like uh, – but uh, I knew where you were going. I knew where you were headed, though. Billy, I, I appreciate. Like the, oh, yeah, that was like the uh, the sooner not sooners. I was like the cowboy defense against Shape in there on that sweep. I knew where he was going. <laughs> All right, there you go. Okay, Billy. Billy's like came on and was like doing his own show. I like that. Billy could call it any time out there. Bruceville, we've got a Bruceville. We've got a great uh, audience out there. Bruceville, Eddie, love all you folks out there, and uh, and Billy. Now, Billy, a little bit. Isaac Powers been a heck of a punter. Did he have the greatest day? No. Um, you know, do some of those kicks go your, the wrong way? You need them to bounce. I mean, the best ones, and and what Isaac's usually great at doing is those extremely high ones where you can get down there and cover them. He just wasn't himself. He hit some low punts. So I understand where Billy's coming from, but that's a weapon for Baylor usually. So I'm not gonna. Not going to put it all on Isaac Power. Bears have a pretty good kicker. I thought that uh, Hankins was going to be a tremendous kicker for the Bears, but they've kind of gone back to John Mayers. I, I, uh, is it Mayer or Mayers, Aaron? I always have trouble. It's Mayers. The, the singer. The okay, John yeah, Mayers. His kicking okay. is a wonderland. That's right. <laughs> his kicking is a, I like that. Okay, uh, well, that's fun. I love it when our calls start coming in and, we may do more of that as the day unfolds. We're going to do a lot more of that, but always appreciate your calls, uh, your text messages. We'll monitor throughout the day the CNC Collision Center text line. And, Aaron, I think we need to get to Campus Confidential or I would let you. But if you've got a couple you want to read during Campus Confidential, Aaron, keep those handy, sir. All right, we will look around the world of college football around the country Talk a little more, Baylor. We'll do it all next in Campus Confidential. Recently on Game Time. From the Oklahoman, we welcome Scott Ryder. They've had some moments that have really built this thing to uh, to what it became last year with, uh, you know, a really good game in, in Stillwater and then obviously a fantastic game in the Big 12 Championship. When you lose some of the natural rivalry that we're losing in the Big 12 with OU and Texas going away, this is primed to take over that role as a, uh, a nationally prominent game and, and, a, uh, and a really good rivalry for this conference. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Alabama jumps Georgia's in the AP poll. Alabama 1, Georgia 2, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson rounding out the top five. OK State moves to 7, TCU is at 17, and Kansas at number 19. OU and Baylor both fall out after their losses. Dallas Cowboys are 3-0 and under Cooper Rush, beating the Commanders 25-10. to Cowboys move to 3-1 and overall and have the Rams coming up on Sunday. On Monday Night Football, 
tomorrow night, Rams are at San Francisco. UMHB jumps past Austin College to stay at number four in the D3 poll. K.J. Miller set a new career punt return yardage record with two big returns on Saturday. Aaron Judge is still looking for number 62 and comes to Arlington to face the Rangers for the last four games. Rangers and Yankees first pitch tonight, 6.05, and you can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and if you texted us on that CNC Collision Center text line, oh, at about 520, we'll come back and, and do some of those. Uh, had some really good ones and appreciated your calls, too. Uh, had, uh, some really uh, fun stuff. So great to hear from uh from our listeners, always enjoy that interaction. All right, now it's the time of the day. Every day at 440, we go around, look at uh, some of the various uh, headlines in college athletics. To do so, we'll uh, turn it over to Aaron Sexton. Go ahead, Aaron. Alabama reclaimed number one from Georgia in the AP poll this week in one of the closest votes in recent years. And six teams, including those mighty Kansas Jayhawks, made their season debuts in this week's poll, Alabama received 25 first-place votes, less than Georgia's 28, but they were still number one overall. Georgia was number two. Ohio State, number three with 10 first-place votes. Michigan and Clemson rounded out the top five. Oklahoma State was number seven. TCU entered the poll at 17. Kansas entered at 19. Kansas State moved up to number 20. Baylor and A&M both dropped out after losses. I guess the, had the Sooners already dropped out? Oh, and no, uh, you're right. And Oklahoma dropped out, too. No, they, oh, has, okay. they hadn't, but they did okay. after the loss to TCU, yes. Yeah. I was hoping the Bears would, would maybe hang on, but they did not. And uh, some interesting movement there in the sense that I think the voters had held Kansas's past against them, and they were still doing it. Uh, uh, you know, prove it, you know, prove it to us. And uh, Kansas in that game, there was a field goal to try to take it into uh, OT that was missed, and uh, Kansas hangs on. And now Kansas and TCU. Aaron, I love the uh, note somebody had said uh, of the four. Big 12 matchups that involve ranked teams, you know, um, the only matchup that of the four that doesn't have a single ranked team in it is Texas OU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got TCU involved, and of course you got the Oklahoma State, um, as you said, moves up to number seven. I was trying to think what about that Oklahoma State impressed me the most. Uh, that linebacker, zero, is so good. I mean, that guy's really good. They got a defensive end that'll light you up. Is it Collins something? Uh, I'd have to have it in front of me. Uh, they, they're, 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 we knew their front was going to be pretty talented. Uh, they'll bottle you up. But um, that, golly, man, that, that, uh, that linebacker, uh, Mason, what was Mason's last name? Gee, that guy, I mean, he's the one that, that took on that block out wide when Baylor went for it and, uh, and made the play 
on the on, when Baylor went for it on a they tried to go wide to the left. Now, of course, on looking at it, it looks like Reese should have cut that thing back up inside. But again, he saw the outside and thought, well, I got one man to beat. I'm faster than that guy, and I'm telling you that linebacker can flat out play. Whoa. What is that guy's name, Aaron? Mason. Ooh, he's good. And then the Conley kid was out there playing a lot. Corey Black. It's good to see a guy from uh, from uh, a local player. And uh, he was he had some dreads. Uh, at, uh, I kind of remember him. He got the blonde dreads. Corey Black, a uh, really fine player that came out, uh, grew up around here. So uh, fun to, uh, uh, to watch all that. But, man, that is a very impressive Oklahoma State team and I was just impressed I thought their receiving core ran great routes I thought Sanders was for the most part on point he did finally throw it to the Bears and then of course they Baylor caused some fumbles and just couldn't jump on them had two chances late and uh, just could not quite make it happen but uh, Bears kept fighting again that first half though you can't come out and just kind of sleepwalk through a half, especially when the joint is jumping like it was at McLean Stadium the other day. Two more coaches were fired after this weekend's results. One of them, not a surprise, one of them, to me at least, was Wisconsin fired their head football coach, Paul Christ, on Sunday after the team's 2-3 and three start. Alabama, excuse me, at Wisconsin Athletic Director Chris McIntosh said in a news conference last night that he met with Chris in the morning, had an extensive discussion with him, leading to the decision to make a change. It came a day after Wisconsin lost 34-10 to Illinois. Wisconsin also fell 52-21 to Ohio State on September 24th, one of its worst losses in recent memories. Chris, 56 Finishes his career as the Wisconsin coach, 67-26 and 26 in seven-plus seasons at Wisconsin, which is his alma mater. He won 10 games or more in four of his first five seasons. He won the Cotton Bowl and Orange Bowl and three Big Ten West Division titles, but the program has fell, fallen off in the last few years. Yeah, but not, not falling off that much. No, I mean, I know they're no, having a crazy. bad year, but, I mean, last year – I thought early in the season, I mean, he's like a year removed from getting a contract extension. So I, I just think, well, they make these moves earlier and earlier. It gives the boosters slash, uh, you know, AD and everybody on the search firms and all extra time to try to address this. And then they'll, they'll move that Leonard guy in. And he's pretty young and a pretty talented defensive coach and what this will allow to see if he can rally the team and become a candidate for Wisconsin. If not, everybody in the world is going to be going after Leipold out of Kansas. With the way he's doing, with the way that program's headed, um, I think think he's going to have his pick. Now, again, I hope Kansas is uh, very competitive, and they they certainly uh, take care of Bill Self. And, of course, Bill Self has years and years of getting it done, but – but when you finally turn the corner and look like you may be okay at football, you better do everything in your power to try to keep that coach. And I think the Jayhawks will try. Will they be able to? They can't compete with Wisconsin. Let's not act like they can. And they're not going to try to compete with Wisconsin for a coach. 
But uh, I do. I really do hope the Jayhawks are able to hold on. The other firing over the weekend, the one that was not a surprise, was Colorado head football coach Carl Durrell. After the Buffaloes have started 0-5 this season, Durrell was 8-15 and in 23 games as the head coach of Buffalo of, of, of the Buffaloes. He went, he was in his third season at Colorado, he went 4-8 and last year after going 3-1 and during the COVID-19 season after taking over midway through. But Durrell fired as the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Their interim head coach is, I just had it just a second ago. Sorry. Oh, we don't. The, the offensive fine. coordinator, but they also yeah. fired their defensive coordinator too, yeah. Chris Wilson. But yeah, they've been terrible for a long time. They continue to be terrible, and they fired their coach. Yeah, it just—it's hard to know like who to fire and who to try to stick with. I mean, they—they they finally a few years ago had kind of a breakout year, and they went like eight or nine wins with Mike McIntyre, who used to uh, be a. A coach for the Cowboys now, I think, is the head coach at San Jose State. And then they ran him off. And then I think they had Mel Tucker for a year. And then, of course, he went to Michigan State. Now Michigan State looks pretty bad. And they <laughs> gave him that enormous extension. These teams, and, and I mean, Baylor, after year two, gave uh, Dave Aranda a, a huge extension. Now, you know, I think the thought is that because of what he did as an assistant, that that's a more reasonable deal than some of these other deals. But you got to watch it, giving somebody like some kind of seven- or eight-year extension. And, I, again, I'm not talking about Aranda, but that Mel Tucker deal they did for uh, at Michigan State, boy, that thing could end up looking really, really bad. And right now they're having a poor season, and it always looks even worse when Michigan's having a really good season. Uh, that that makes the Michigan State thing look look uh, pretty bad. All right, we're going to check in out at uh, Globe Life uh, Park, Globe Life Field, and uh, we'll because uh, Aaron Judge is in town. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, Matt Hicks, Rangers broadcaster, is going to join us next. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas gets a division win at home over Washington 25-10. We'll hear from the receivers who scored a touchdown in his first game action since a knee injury last January, right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services. 
Cooper Rush is the first Cowboys quarterback to win his first four career starts thanks to yesterday's 25-10 win over Washington at AT&T Stadium. Rush threw touchdown passes to Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb, Brett Maher kicked four field goals, and the Dallas defense intercepted two Carson Wentz passes. For Gallup, the nine-yard touchdown catch in the second quarter came in his first game action since tearing a knee ligament last January. It finally happened, you know. I've been saying it for eight months now, you know, when I come back, that's that's what you're trying to do, get in the end zone. So it finally happened for me, so now it's just keep stacking. Next up for the three and one boys, a trip to Los Angeles to take on the Super Bowl champion Rams. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. 
Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. in Central Texas, getting ready for uh, first pitch. Uh, Rangers going to be starting up at 6.05. We'll get you to that pregame. And uh, speaking of the Rangers, Matt Hicks, Rangers broadcaster. You'll hear him tonight on one of the great affiliates for the Rangers right here at ESPN Central Texas. Matt, I uh, I appreciate it. You're getting pretty close to uh, first pitch, but uh, there's a there's a little bit of a buzz uh, in the ballpark that we didn't really anticipate it, there being coming into this series. But there's something happening with the Yankees. Uh, uh, welcome, welcome back to the show, by the way. And how uh, how exciting is it out there? Are people uh, are you already seeing people start to pour into the park? Oh, yeah, there were a ton of people. And by the way, it's great to be back on the show and great to be talking to you. Uh, yes, there were a lot of people gathered here early when the uh, when the doors were open. ton of people in here for batting practice, especially the Yankee batting practice, which continues right now. And, of course, when Judge went out to his position in right field, just a terrific reaction. Right now there are more people standing uh, in the seats in the lower bowl, in left field, in right field, and even the second deck in left field right now. More people, I think, that uh, we've had for any game this year, pregame, you know, about an hour before game time. Um, yeah, there's so much buzz in this ballpark now, and I think there would have been some buzz even if Judge had already achieved 62 home runs mm-hmm. because it's the Yankees and because, you know, wherever they go, people come out to the ballpark. But I think we're going to have even more people in the ballpark and there'll be so much more anticipation like we've seen here in recent days when Judge is batting. I anticipate that a lot of people are going to be standing, you know, when he's at the plate. Matt, have you ever just strolled out and and uh, when when he's in town or you're, you know, at Yankee Stadium and uh, and stood fairly close to him or you may have uh, interviewed him at some point? I mean, I, I just on TV. He's so massive. I think this is one of those people you you definitely at some point want to get to see in person and say, hey, I saw Aaron Judge. When you think back on some of those massive type home run hitters over the years, we think of McGuire, obviously, for how big he was. Is is this guy just, I mean, is it, what what is it like when you're around him? Is this, does he have that, uh, that feeling of, hey, I'm, I'm around a superstar here? You know what? I don't. I don't think he gives off that aura, and not that I've been around him that close all that much. Like yeah. going into the Yankee clubhouse today, uh, there were only three or four guys that were in there when uh, the media were allowed in, and, and Judge wasn't in there. And in fact, I wanted to say hello to Jose Trevino and Isaiah Kiner Falefa, and they weren't in there either. But yeah, he's just his, his stature is just really something else. He's six seven. He goes about two seventy five, two eighty. So as you can imagine, he dwarfs a lot of other baseball players. But when you think about the Yankee lineup and the first two guys that are coming up tonight, Judge is leading off. Giancarlo Stanton is batting second. And, you know, and he's not a small guy. 
these guys truly <laughs> are giants. Um, and and so there's a there's there's an aura that surrounds them. I, you know, the judge doesn't give off that I'm a superstar type aura, but just yeah. their sheer size. There's an aura being in the Yankee uniform and being as large as they are that, you know, it, it, it gives off a special air. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if he can make it happen during this uh, series. Um, I, I guess the pressure has mounted. He had several strikeouts. How do you think the the Rangers will? I mean, it's going to be people will be mad, of course, if they try to pitch around him. Um, I I hope they they go at him. Um, it's it's an interesting to know how to approach. Now he does not have a home run against. The Rangers. I mean, are they? I'm, I'm looking to see. Um, are they the only American League team against which Judge is not homered? I mean, that's kind of a that's kind of an interesting way, and and I don't think we would have imagined that would have been the case. Um, how do you think they will? The Rangers will kind of a, a approach this situation. Well, I, I think they're going to approach him like they would in any game. Uh, I mean, he's the leadoff hitter. You're not going to pitch around the leadoff hitter. You're going to try mm-hmm. to get him out. And Martin Perez is starting tonight. You know, Martin Perez has had an amazing 2022 season. You know, he comes into this game with one of the top earn run averages in all of baseball, and he has a chance with a good performance here tonight to finish the year with an ERA that starts with the number two. And that's really special. Um, and, you know, and Martin Perez has said, I'm going to pitch him like I would pitch him in any other ball game. You know, you have an interesting matchup there in judge who has 61 home runs and Martin Perez, who's one of the stingiest pitchers in the game at giving up the long ball. So you've got that all as an element here today. And even after Martin's out of the game, when judge has to face some of the Ranger relievers, I don't think that they're going to pitch around him unless the situation in the game calls for it. So in other words, if you've got a situation where, Mm -hmm it's a tie ball game or one team is ahead by one run and first base is open and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And there's one out and maybe you think you can get Stanton to hit into a double play. Well, the Rangers might just intentionally walk him, which obviously nobody's going to like, but I think the only way you're going to see Ranger pitchers pitch around him is if the game situation calls for it. And so I expect us to try to get him out uh, every time that he's up. You know, the other uh, thing that's in play here tonight is we're going to have the roof open. Mm. And, uh, you know, we don't have a ton of data, but the data that we have suggests all flies a little farther when the roof is open. So just because of that, I think maybe advantage Aaron Judge in that regard. If if he ends up hitting a wall-scraping home run with the roof open, that's probably going to be some Rangers that are like, how come we didn't play with the roof closed? I think I did see a number today that there's like a, it is, you're right, it does fly out of there more with the uh, kind of like a bombs away type thing. Matt Hicks, Rangers broadcaster, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN uh, Central Texas. Have you been caught up in this? A lot of times you're calling games and can't pay that much attention, but when you can, uh, you know, the cut-ins that happen or just finding a way to try to watch some of these games if the Rangers aren't playing at the same time. Um, how, how has this been for you? And how, how does it compare to when McGuire and Sosa and all of that was going on in Bonds? Uh, how has this sort of felt 
compared to all that for you? Um, well, for me personally, since I didn't uh, join the club until 2012, all of that stuff that happened in the late 90s was I was in the minor leagues. And so uh, you know, toward the end of the season, I had an opportunity to just kind of watch that stuff because yeah. the minor league season was over. Uh, but I can tell you that on this last road trip, uh, we went to Seattle and Anaheim. And uh, pretty much uh, it, at times when we were in the media dining room or, uh, you know, making preparations before a game, the Yankees playing before us, uh, we would have the TV on and we would watch the cut-ins or we would have the Yankee game on to watch. And then yesterday was, was interesting because, of course, we played a day game uh, in Anaheim and uh, we got to see, I think, judges first at bat prior to the start of our game. But for the first three innings of our game, uh, Eric and I, our monitor is usually on our game so that we can maybe add a few bits of information about the shape of a pitch or, or, mm -hmm. or a pitch location or a pitch type. But we didn't have our game on. We had the Yankee game on for the first three innings yesterday so that we could watch judges' <laughs> subsequent plate appearances and report on them. So, you know, for us, I think, obviously, it's been a real focus you know, ever since he got to uh, number 60 and then here recently in Toronto, number 61. Do you kind of think about what you would say uh, if it if it happens on your watch as a as a broadcaster, talking to Matt Hicks, a Rangers radio broadcaster, do you, you kind of think it over a little bit or do you really just like the moment to, in a sense, dictate what you'd, what you'd like to say uh, for, for something momentous like this? Yeah, well, I think it's a combination of both because as, as uh, broadcasters, when you call the play-by-play, -play, you want to let the game unfold and you want it to come to you and you want to be on what's happening on the field. Now, it's a little different because clearly all of the focus is on each Aaron Judge plate appearance, uh, and that's really what the game is all about because the outcome of this game means nothing in the standings for either club, nor will it impact any other team in the American League. So really the only focus is when Aaron Judge comes to bat. And you would probably be uh, not doing your job if you didn't think in advance about what you would like to say and how you would like to say it and, and what would be best. Now, I've not scripted anything out for if the pitch comes in and he hits a long ball, what I'm going to say, it's just going to come to me. Yeah. You know, and then I'll wrap it up and I'll probably be quiet for a little bit. I have given more serious thought to what to say contextually after he hits the home run and after he is congratulated by his teammates and whatever kind of celebration takes part, which, of course, I'll describe. But then to put it in context, I've actually jotted down some notes for what I think should be said um, in that regard. So, yeah, you have to, I think you have to think about it, right? You don't, you don't just want to show up willy nilly. You, hey, there's a home run. Is that number 62? Hey, that's number six. You don't want to do that. I mean, willy nilly is kind of my approach, but I think for, for what you're doing, <laughs> Matt, I would go ahead and maybe plan a couple of thoughts out. Now, uh, the fans have to kind of try to position themselves. Of course, they've bought their tickets and they're going to get out there. And it, 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 that's interesting to me is, you know, trying to select your seat and, and to get where maybe you have a shot at, at catching this uh, baseball. So I would imagine everybody will kind of uh, 
Uh, you know, they won't want to be leaving their seat too much and be prepared and all things like that. So I, I don't you feel like, Matt, we'll see more gloves in the outfield than than ever uh, for a situation like this? No, no question about it. But, of course, when you take a look at the configuration of Globe Life Field and you think about some historic home runs in the past, there's a chance that this home run ball might not be caught by anyone because you've got the two bullpens that take up a lot of room, the visitors' mm-hmm. bullpen in left center, the Rangers' bullpen in right center, and then that whole batter's eye area in dead center, there really are no fans there. So when you think about it, and you think about where Judge hits his home runs, and we talked about this on the broadcast yesterday, I believe of his 61 home runs, that 30 have been pulled to left field, and then the other 31 are split up between center field and right field. Um you know, the chances of somebody actually catching a home run ball, maybe 50% (laughs) here tonight. And the other 50%, the ball might be caught by some guy in the bullpen, you know, as was the case with uh, Hank Aaron's uh, historic uh, home run as he passed Babe Ruth, uh, which was caught, of course, by Tom House um, uh, out in the uh, bullpen in Atlanta. And so um, there are... I think a lot of people that are hoping that they get, you know, a chance for that uh, historic catch. And I'm sure that there's a lot of leather in the ballpark here tonight. All right. Yeah. That bullpen catcher the other night, didn't he, he gave it up. He gave that ball back pretty quickly. And his, his wife, apparently who was, uh, who was an announcer herself, she was joking that they're going to get divorced now because of how he handled that. He, she was hoping he would hold out for a little more money. But uh, anyway, I think that was a, a very nice way that uh, that uh, he handled that, and, uh, that that historic moment. Matt, we'll be listening and uh, really appreciate you uh, jumping on with us. Go catch a little uh, pregame meal and then have a great call tonight. Matt, thank you so much. Perhaps you can hear... The music in the background, we're opening the roof as we speak. Oh, good. Okay. That'll make those balls fly a little bit more. So have have there fun tonight. I, I appreciate you, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate it. There he goes, Matt Hicks. May have been uh, warming up. It almost sounded like the natural music when they do hit home runs. Now, that's only for the Rangers, though. What if they do that, Aaron? They I play think... the. They play the. When Aaron Judge, if he hits one, they ought to. They they ought to play the natural for it. As a Rangers <laughs> fan, I think they absolutely should make an exception in this case. If he breaks uh... Maris's record tonight, they should play the natural while he's surrounding the bases. I think that would be amazing. I think that would be frowned upon, and I don't. I think that's <laughs> a really interesting point. Um, but I don't think Chuck Morgan will do it. And I think I think he would be Chuck Morgan can kind of do what he wants if he tried on his own to just play the natural for Aaron Judge. I think I think Ranger fans and even maybe management would be upset with him. So I think he'll just do whatever it is they usually do with opposing team hits a run, which is nothing. You know, just kind of a allow kind of a lull in the crowd. But of course, because all those Yankee fans are showing out there. Uh, it, it'll go crazy if it happens. Uh, the thought is that for this, this, uh, these games, there's a doubleheader tomorrow, 105 and 705, and then tonight is 605. In fact, we'll uh, turn you over to some of that pregame. But um, there is some thought 
that there'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty to thirty-five thousand fans per game. Uh, normally, even with the Yankees in town, I think there might have been twenty to twenty-five thousand, especially with the Rangers so far out of it, and the Yankees already getting ready to uh, for the uh, ALDS. Uh, nothing can happen other than kind of like Matt said. Everybody's going to be paying attention to this. So uh, really fun to talk to Matt Hicks and uh, uh, to, uh, to, you know, always love talking to Eric Nadell as well. Last time Aaron, I, I reached out to Matt was after all the, they were firing the GM, they'd fired the manager. And understandably, he was like, Matt, I almost never would say no to you, but this is like, awful like is all these people getting fired and so i didn't think about the fact that matt was really as part of the organization was taking that you know i thought of it more as a journalist like i i like john daniels he's a longtime friend but i i didn't think oh my gosh i can't talk about this and the broadcasters i think were taking it pretty hard what had happened out there so it's it was nice to get to talk to matt tonight uh on a more on a happier occasion i should say okay um you've been texting in about the uh about baylor now tomorrow we will talk more cowboys with you all right and and uh, we'll talk because i don't want to people like well mosley hadn't talked to any cowboys yet yes the cowboys did win 25 10 they've improved to three and one we'll talk promise we'll talk more cowboys today it just felt more appropriate to uh Talk about Aaron Judge being in town and then talking about Baylor with that rare loss to the Pokes. As uh, It's not that rare that they lose to Oklahoma State. I'm just talking about rare in general for the Bears. All right, some more on that Baylor loss and more from, uh, from you on that CNC Collision Center text line. What drove you the most nuts about that loss? 254-662-1660. Text us, and we'll uh, we'll be reading some of your comments on the air. That's all next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including equestrian, volleyball, soccer, and Baylor football. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Save big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Keep up with Baylor soccer all season on Twitter. 
on Instagram and on Snapchat at Baylor F-U-T-B-O-L. This is Lauren Harrison with Baylor Volleyball, and this is my story. There was a time last season when I felt so much doubt, but then I came to my senses and realized this is not who I am. I am not the player who just hopes I can score a point. I am the player who plays with confidence, swagger, and joy. Playing against Florida was the turning point for me. I felt like I was finally playing like myself again. My name is Lauren Harrison, and this is my Champions Tribune. Read more Champions Tribune at BaylorBears.com. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football dropped a 36-25 decision to Oklahoma State Saturday at McLean Stadium, snapping a nine-game winning streak at home for the Bears that dated back to the final game of the 2020 season. With the loss, the Bears now 3-2 and two on the season. They're 1-1 one and one in Big 12 conference play. Following the game, head coach Dave Aranda. It's proud of the team for their second half. Um, energy and adjustments and um, an effort. Um, way disappointed with how we started the game and just our our approach to all of it. I think there's a lot to be desired there, but you know, we I credit to Oklahoma State. I think you know, offensively, um, quarterback really played well. Defensively, their front is hard to block, and then I think special teams. Um, we did not we did not play well in that department really in any phase and so credit to them coach Dave Aranda following Saturday's loss to Oklahoma State now an open date this Saturday for the Bears they're back in action Thursday October 13th in Morgantown against West Virginia also from the weekend Baylor Equestrian dropped two close meets on the road 11-8 to South Carolina and 10-8 at Georgia. Baylor Soccer dropped a 1-0 decision on the road at Texas on Friday night. Volleyball bounced back from a loss at Iowa State with a 3-2 win at Kansas on Saturday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. This is ESPN Central Texas. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. Rising from the hallowed grounds of Scream's Halloween theme park is the ultimate Halloween experience. Make your way through five haunted houses, plus see what's new for 2022. It's the Bootlegger's Bayou, the Cool Ghoul Boulevard, stage shows, and a new pub. Plus, don't miss Scaryoke, the Screams DJ, games of skill, food, and more. Details and data tickets only at ScreamsPark.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BT Services. Alabama jumps Georgia's in the AP poll. Alabama 1, Georgia 2, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson rounding out the top five. OK State moves to 7, TCU is at 17, and Kansas at 9. OU and Baylor both fall out after their losses. Dallas Cowboys are 3-0 and under Cooper Rush, beating the Commanders 25-10. Cowboys move to 3-1 and overall and have the Rams coming up on Sunday. On Monday Night Football tonight, Rams are at San Francisco. UMHB jumps past Austin College to stay at number 4 in the D3 poll. K.J. Miller set a new career punt return yardage record with two big returns on Saturday. Aaron Judge is still looking for number 62 and comes to Arlington to face the Rangers for the last four games. Rangers and Yankees first pitch tonight, 6.05, and you can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Chapin looking to throw. Pass caught by Baldwin at midfield. Runs to the 40, to the 30, down the sideline. You're not going to catch Monterey Baldwin. Wow, on fourth down and five. Chapin to Baldwin for the Baylor touchdown. Boy, that was exciting. Bears went for two, got it, and Monterey Baldwin has become a huge weapon for the Bears. Not a big guy, but just uh, uh, extremely fast. In fact, somebody, Aaron, I saw, I wish I could give this uh, proper credit, but uh, somebody, um, oh, man, that was really uh, cool. It was like 20, over 22 miles per hour when he got going on that. 
And uh, I, I just, that was really something to watch. And the ball was thrown beautifully. I mean, Shapen throws a good ball even when he's on the run. Sometimes he can go sidearm. That uh, was a pretty tight little spot he threw it into, got him on the run. And Baldwin just started erasing all the angles. I mean, Aaron, that's just crazy when you see everybody basically, they've got seemingly an angle on him, and and nobody could get to him. I mean, I was just really taken aback by, I mean, that to me, that was just rare speed, what Baldwin showed in that game. And so that was the good. I mean, Baldwin is just able to get it done and... It was fun to uh, watch him and uh, and just see how all that was working out. Now, I thought Shapen played well. I, you know, for the most part, you know, there were some mistakes uh, up up front. I mean, I you you got a question, of course. I think people are upset, and we'll we'll hear from you on the CNC Collision Center text line. That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you want to weigh in, earlier we took calls. We had some really good calls, and, and enjoyed hearing from everybody. Um, and and we'll we'll hear, but it just the the toss in the out of the end zone that went for a safety, and of course the Bears. They they fall down at that point nine to three. Then got to have it, have to give it right back to the Pokes. Just a really bad turn of events there. And and the Bears do have a lot of confidence in their defense. Defense wasn't awful in this game. People say, well, they gave up thirty six points. Yeah, they did. Okay, that used to happen on a weekly basis in the Big Twelve. Now, of course, there are some better defenses, but uh, for much of the second half. It was the Bears were fighting their way back in that. Think about that. It was 23-3 uh, early in the second half. And from that point on, um, the, the Pokes end up with 36. And one of those came on a, a return touchdown, um, of course, that made it 23-3. The rest of the way, they end up uh, getting 13 more points. Uh, and then the Bears uh, end up obviously getting 22 points. And... They got it to 23-17, and then they got it to 33-25. Um, that play in the end zone was bothersome. There was a play they went for it down around the uh, the goal line, and it was a pit, another uh, play and tried to go out wide. Richard Reese, and I understand why he thought he could probably turn that corner on the Oklahoma State player. I thought it was ironic, of course, given what happened at the end of last year's game with McVeigh making that great play. Um, the um, Mason Cobb is that linebacker I was trying to think of earlier. Thank you, Jerry Hill. Sometimes uh, Aaron Jerry will hear me struggling for a name, and Jerry Hill immediately <laughs> text in. And uh, we were joking about that. Uh, Jerry is a great and loyal listener to this program. Uh, and I'm sure he's up listening to game time and John as well, but uh, always love that Jerry – uh, th- uh, throughout the afternoon as he's driving home, he's out there, and he's catching me when I'm like, oh, man, I can't think of this guy's name. And Jerry, w- you know, was giving me the name, Mason Cobb. What a player that is. Uh, he is number zero, uh, and uh, that is uh, that is pretty unbelievable uh, player. Um, I did want to tell you, by the way, of the uh, buy one, get one uh, special – and uh, that is the uh, 
RX 300 topical pain cream. I put it on my neck. I also put it on my forearm for my tennis elbow, and it's just unbelievable. Um, and I've been telling everybody about it. In fact, I broke my neck in a cycling accident. And RX 300 topical pain cream. The pain management doctors, uh, Dr. Krauss, Dr. Shoemaker, who helped get me through this, they are the ones that came up with this. And it's unbel- it has some CBD involved. Uh, there's some hemp extract. But, I mean, I swear by this stuff. I really do. Here's how you get it. Uh, and you can get a buy one, get one free. This stuff is uh, really, really uh, potent. And it's great if you've got back pain, neck pain, uh, arm pain, knee pain. Put this stuff on it, and it's incredible. And they never do these buy one, get one free. They never do. They're doing it for us. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Okay? It's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's G-A-M-E. T-I-M-E, and uh, and you can get that um, buy one, get one free. This stuff is just unbelievable. Double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians swear by this. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Aaron, I can't, I can't help but think about the, the clear and the cream without thinking of Barry Bonds. No, this will not help you hit 73 home runs. But uh, And this is not made from Balco, but this is unbelievable. It's called RX300 Topical Pain Cream. In fact, Aaron, we gave some to Sean Hunt uh, for him to try out. One of my great friends and one of our uh, sponsors, he just now is telling everybody about it. All right? And that's uh, RX300 Topical Pain Cream. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. All right, Aaron, if you'll take a peek into the portal, uh, I call it, I like to call it the portal, where people respond to us on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. I know we had some really good textures earlier and Aaron you wanted to share some of those with me um what are our folks saying on the text line yeah well uh real quick you were talking about that tweet of Monterey Monterey Baldwin uh, that was from recruiting analytics and he was the fastest in college football and the fastest time I've seen because they do it for pro athletes too the fastest I've seen this year he was going 22.8 miles an hour on that long touchdown run uh, against Oklahoma State. On the wow. CNC Collision Center text line, John A. from the 720, which is Denver, Colorado. Don't know if he's there or that's just the area code on his phone. He says the inability to kick the ball out of the end zone was his biggest complaint of the game. JC says that this loss falls on coaching. You can't just keep kicking it off and getting torched like they did. Kick it out of bounds or whatever else. Uh, two five four says, "Don't worry." Hey, r- r- hold on. A second. Okay, go I ahead. I just want to respond to that one. Sure, sure. Um, if you know, if you kick it out of bounds, I get it. I mean, when they have somebody great back there, first of all, you're right. I mean, they've had they and they do have a good kicking specialist, kickoff specialist that usually puts it in the end zone. I don't. I mean, there was a pretty strong breeze out there, and so when you're kicking down the way they were in the second half, out there toward the Brazos, um. 
what direction? Well, anyway, I when you're going out there easterly direction, I guess that was. I I I just don't know if we can just say, oh, find a kicker that can kick it. I mean, it was a pretty stiff breeze out that way, and I didn't. So, and if you kick it out of bounds, they would get the ball in the 40. 35. Now, of course, that on 40, the 35. 40s pro. 40s pro. They would have got the ball in the, ball the 35. Well, considering that, it's certainly better than what happened, bringing the ball out to the fifth, around the 50 is where Presley brought it out on that, that second big kickoff return. I mean, it was bad. All right. You start the second half. You're all excited. You're going to go back out there and play better. You're down 16-3. You're still in the ball game. You're fine. You get a score, and you're back in it. And they bring it all the way back down and get you 23-3. I do like that the Bears kept fighting from there. But, um, but, but again, then they got 23-17, and that kickoff you know, took up some of the momentum. And then, of course, they hit a big play down the sideline. Great play. The guy goes up and high points it. But the Bears just, I mean, there's some one-on-one issues with this secondary, and they didn't just crop up in this game. They had some issues against Iowa State, and they had some issues in this game. Now, was Spencer Sanders throwing some good balls? Yeah, he was. And they didn't get the job done, um, you know, as far as he, he was scrambling, and those weren't even designed runs, but they were just not – um, and again, I don't know if that's rush integrity. I don't know if that's, le- you know, bottom line is he ran for like 71 yards in the first half. Can't let it happen. Can't let it happen. An athletic quarterback with a great arm, but you've got to, you got to be out there. They did a much better job in the second half. I think he only ran for, I don't know, five, six yards in the second half, but he'd done a lot of damage in that first half. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? on the that CNC Collision Center text line. From the 254, he says, no worries. The kids are young, and Aranda's proven he knows how to make adjustments. He doesn't focus on the results. He focuses on how to get desi- desired results through the process. He seems to be focused on the man that will come from the process. No worries. They will grow. May not win the Big 12 this year, but soon because of that process. And finally, also from the 254, they said, Punt coverage, question mark? What punt coverage? That's from Bill, class of 77. Class of 77, the Bears are listening out there. Thank you, Bill. In fact, I bet I met uh, the famous uh, Bill Nesbitt from uh, Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor the other day. Aaron, after we do our, our uh, Office of Baylor alumni tailgate, I'll kind of go around tailgate, tailgate. Let's see. One of our sponsors, Kevin Stevenson, right after I did the uh, post-game news conference, I ran out and saw his group, uh, some uh, Sig Epps from back in the day. Saw Lance Ellis, uh, also from Ascension Providence. That's where Kevin's from. And then uh, and then over at Central National Bank, getting to see, they had the La Fiesta. Uh, Kevin, I mean, I, uh, Aaron, I know you love that uh, Castillo because you're great friends with the Castillo family but I tell you a lot of people in Waco over the years have loved La Fiesta they advertise with us those fajitas were so good I have to make an admission though Aaron I broke the prongs I I, I was getting a little too aggressive with getting too much of the beef fajitas and I just flat out broke the prong is that what you call that the whatever the you get the uh the uh 
fajita meat with. Just broke the prongs right there. Boy, Central National Bank, though, Veronica, uh, the director of engagement for Central National Bank, and then uh, Brian Fonville. And then I was waiting for Joe Nesbitt to get there, but Joe, he's got a lot of things to knock out on a Saturday morning, and I didn't get to see Joe Nesbitt, but, man, that was fun, getting to see members of the Nesbitt family. Uh, Again, uh, man, Bill Nesbitt, his wife, that was a a good crew out there, tailgating. And I'm trying to think if I saw anybody. I saw uh, Hobby Howe overdoing his thing. Didn't get to visit with Hobby, but saw him over there with his apron doing some unbelievable ribs. And uh, I like Aaron on his. They have a huge sign, private tailgates keep, to keep uh, moochers out <laughs> because it is unbelievable. And it's so big and fun that people just kind of wander in there. So they have to put out some signs like, hey, private tailgate. You know, not everybody can be walking in here, but Hobby's a great friend and uh, does a great job over there. So anyway, I was just thinking about some of the tailgates. And also, shout out to Bubba's 33. And, uh, man, that was great. Seeing Philip and everybody over there from Bubba's 33, they were doing fajitas for the Baylor alumni uh, tailgate. And then Aaron... Kind of funny the other day, you know, we had our rollout. You remember our pregame show we were doing and a game time live. And we were talking about that rollout of the Bears in the wild. All right. It's going to kind of a new thing where Baylor alums all over and, and they're going to have this guy in a he, he's some kind of TV personality. He went to Baylor and he wears a safari suit. And he's going to go find the Bears. It's not his fault they did it this way, Aaron. It's not Baylor alumni. But the other day they 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 introduced the guy in his safari suit with his binoculars right after an OSU touchdown. And it was just kinda it was kinda funny. It just was uh it was not an it was not a great time to be rolling out something like that. And there's the the guy in his binoculars, his safari uniform, and OSU had just scored, and the mic man is interviewing him, and they're trying to roll this thing out. Let's wait to do those things until, you know, after a Baylor score, because everybody's in a better mood. This was a rough deal because the the uh, they had just gone up uh, 33-17 or something like that, or 30-17. to 17 when they decided to do that. All right, it has uh, been a fun day. Uh, Aaron, good job by you. Uh, we've got the uh, Rangers pregame uh, going on because Rangers' first pitch is at 6.05, so we got to say goodbye just a tad bit early tonight to get you ready for it. Aaron Judge, and be ready because Aaron Judge is, is batting number one uh, in the lineup, so 6.05 first pitch, be ready Here's the pregame coming up now, and then you can wait and see if Aaron Judge makes history as he tries to, uh, that American League record, tries to break it and get to 62. He's already tied Maris, Roger Maris, and now he will go to try to get number 62. Uh, Everybody have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow at uh, 4 o'clock sharp. Good night, everybody. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 a.m. 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM.